coworker, maybe future coworker, who knows? But I'm so excited to have Grace on the show today. We're going to talk about everything from Marymount to Heather's to Broadway to New York City to all the things that I hope that she'll dish about because I love when she dishes. So, hi, Grace. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so dandy. It's one of my favorite things is interviewing friends because I can be so ridiculous and they don't judge me. Of course. course. (laughs) How's life? You're almost done with the semester because it's December. Yeah. Or are you done? I'm done uh, next week. Yay. Well, congratulations. And is this senior year? No, 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 no. This is my uh, sophomore year. Sophomore. Oh, good. Well, then we have all the time in the world to, you know, be crazy. Exactly. So, what? Let me, talk to me about school. What is school like as an MT major? Well, it's very busy. Um, I have, specifically at Marymount, I have a dance every morning uh, from 9 to 10.30-ish. Mm. Um. Yes, it's the best. Honestly, the biggest reason I ended up choosing Marymount was because of because they're one of the only places that gives you daily dance all four years. Right, and that was like really important to me. So uh, I have that, and then it's also a liberal arts college, so I have to take you know math, writing, things like that. Boom. Um, yeah. <laughs> opened a show or closed a show I can't I don't really know what day it is to be honest with you so (laughs) I know you had a show recently yeah I I did um it was a it was a little thing um it they at Marymount do these because there's directing majors you know at Marymount so they have uh many directing classes and I think it's the most yeah, it has to be. The, the senior class of directing majors, uh, for their final, basically, they do a 20-minute play uh, called The Directing Project, aptly named. Um, and I was in a show called Line, which is written by Israel Horvitz. Um, and it's, like, an absurd... Uh, kind of hard to explain because it's very vague. It's basically five people waiting in line. No one knows what they're really waiting in line for. And it's just about, you know, uh, everyone's way of trying to get to first place. Interesting. Yeah, that was fun. We didn't do the whole thing. It was just an excerpt. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So you really have no time to, like, you know, do crazy things. 
Not really. The craziest thing I do is go see Broadway shows. <laughs> and what better thing to do? And we'll get to all those questions in a second because I'm so intrigued. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> what better things to do than go see a Broadway show, right? I know, for real. It's the, it's the best. I mean, it's, it's kind of like a crazy experience. Like thinking about like when I was younger and being like, I can't wait to live in New York and blah, blah, blah. And then I actually live here and I literally could just be like, I feel like entering a lottery tonight. And if I win, why not go see a Broadway show? Like, That's it's funny. Just, like crazy to me. It was like such a big deal, you know, going to see something on Broadway when I was younger. And now it's just kind of like, why not? Sure. That's funny. So you essentially are enjoying it, clearly. Yes, Definitely. That's awesome. So, um, you are now on the earlier side of college, which is great. So I have some different questions for you. Um, and I want to start with some dishing because, you know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like this is more of a trashy talk show than classy. So I like to dish yes. when I can. Um, you had all these college auditions. And so I want to know if you have any horror stories of an audition that went horribly wrong. Oh, just like any audition? Um, did you have any college ones that went wrong? Because those are sometimes my favorite, but also not. not. That went wrong, just like, <laughs> so sad or that it is. I wasn't really, like, accepted many places. <laughs> um, I only auditioned for um, four places. I auditioned for Marymount, Montclair in New Jersey, um, JMU, James Madison University. Shenandoah Conservatory. Mm -hmm. The only place that accepted me full on for musical theater was Marymount. Mm -hmm. I got accepted, I think academically, to all of the schools, but then was accepted into the theater program at JMU, not musical theater, and then was not accepted at Montclair or Shenandoah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Montclair. I think it was awful. Like, my auditions, I mean... Uh, I'm not, like, greatest dancer in the world, so, uh, like, all of these, like, you know, dance calls at these places were, like, challenging, but I thought I did fine. Evidently not. (laughs) That's too funny. Um, I mean, and folks, I've seen her dance, so she's not a bad dancer, so let's not think that. (laughs) But I'm not, like, you know, free about Rita. Right, but then I feel like Prima Ballerinas would be doing the Nutcracker somewhere a million times a day. So, you know, it's a thing. So, all right, so then let's dish about the most uncomfortable, weird, crazy audition gone wrong on any level. Let me think. Um, Oh, well, you know what? I am just remembering at my JMU audition, I definitely forgot my monologue. Like, full-on. <laughs> like, full-on. I don't even remember what it was from, but I, like, said the first line, nothing, just blank. And I was like, could I start over? And they were like, sure. And I did it again, blank again. And I was like, okay, we're just going to make some lines up. And I did. And, I, and amazingly, I got accepted to the theater program for forgetting my monologue. Huh. <laughs> That's yeah. That's interesting. It is, isn't it? I'm trying to think of like, oh well, 
if we want to talk about, you know, embarrassing moments, uh, my Heather's callback yeah. had an embarrassing moment to me. So, uh. if you recall, my dear Roy, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I, well, I, you know, called back for Heather Chandler originally, but, you know, in my, my heart of hearts, I was like, I want to be Veronica. So, <laughs> I'm never gonna play her. Never. So I, so you know, I, I go up to Sean, who was the director, and I was like, I, I was like wondering if it would be okay if I would, if I could sing and read for Veronica, and he was like, sure, why not? So we go to do Dead Girl Walking, and I think I asked you. We were like going through it, and I asked you how married we were to that end note. <laughs> and you were like, you have to do it. I was like, great. <laughs> and so I go up there and, you know, it's fine. I had been singing a lot that day. So like the voice was going, going and going, but I get to do, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go to do that high note at the end and nothing comes out. <laughs> Just, yeah! Oh, wow, that was so embarrassing. <laughs> and I tried to rip off of it. You can't see, but I'm doing air quotes. Rip <laughs> off of it. Tragic. Truly tragic. Oh, gosh. Do you also remember in that audition, or in that callback, so we had so many people that were sick for that callback. I'm not going to, like, call people out, but we had a couple people that were, like, really sick. And outside, there was, like, a crazy windstorm. And next door yeah. to the building that we were in was construction, and like plasterboard just fell off of the building like multiple times. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I, I was terrified. I was like, "We're gonna die." There are many windows in this room. <laughs> One will break, and I will be decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Heathers. But you ended up getting Heather Chandler, and you killed it. Thanks. You're welcome. And it would... Oh, that's funny. That's actually a really funny quote that I didn't actually do on purpose. Ha, you killed it. My bad. Um, <laughs> oh, Heather's jokes. Um, and the run was fairly quite sold out. It was very impressive. I think our opening weekend, we were oversold every night. Yeah, it was great. Uh, the the most successful show that that theater company has put on. Yeah, I'm I'm impressed and thankful to be a part of it. It was a great time. I am too. Met some yeah. fun people. Yeah, it was great, and I, you know, it it was quite a commitment to be in that show, just because you know I live so far away. Yeah. So, uh, and. You know, there were there were a lot of times during that show where I was like, "Is this worth it?" Like, such a long way. Like, I I hope this really turns out the way I want it to. And then we just like turned it out. It was great. I think it was one of my most proud moments to like see the end product yeah. and go, "Oh my gosh, how crazy!" It was just so much fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. And I mean, to be the regional premiere is pretty cool. Yes. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, that, and I completely forgot about that. So thanks for bringing that fearful moment to my yeah, brand. That's yeah. crazy. First uh, <laughs> in Virginia. Woohoo! Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Um, what? So, what is a hard lesson that you've had to learn while being in college? Time management, one hundred and fifty percent. Because especially this year. So this year, I have probably one of the best, if not the best, acting teachers you can have at Marymount. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like in New York. Her name is Ellen Ornstein, and she is unbelievably talented at what she does. Mm -hmm. And she is very strict, very, um, yeah, just strict. Like, like if you don't rehearse, she can tell, and she will literally walk out of the class because she won't want to work with you. And it's happened a few times. (laughs) Um, so... It's all about just, and like, we have to have at least rehearsals a week that go for, you know, anywhere from one to two hours, sometimes longer, depending on what we're doing. Um, so it's just a matter of having your priorities straight, I guess. And, you know, being a musical theater student, obviously it's great to, you know, Dance, it's great to sing, but acting is the most important thing. So, you know, setting aside all that time to just, dedicating a good amount of time to just working on, like, your craft is, like, so important. And then, you know, with that, uh, you know, it's six, two-plus hours rehearsals a week. So that's a lot of time. So you have to take into account the fact that you also have a theater history paper that's due. You also have a French homework that you have to do. You have a technique song that you have to work on. Like, it's it's just a matter of making sure you set aside time to dedicate to all of your work. Right. And it's hard because there's only so many hours in a day. And sometimes you want to sleep. <laughs> I don't know what um, that is. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Very important. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just it's, time management has been the most difficult thing for me to uh, learn because right. it's it's hard. Now. What is the best advice that you've been given? Like at Marymount? Um, in general, I feel like there we all have this piece of advice that was taken, you know, we have with us no matter what. Hmm. Let me think. Um, well, I'll probably shout out Eleanor and Steve again because she's a goddess. <laughs> um, uh, you know... She always, this is a little inappropriate, but she always, when we're doing scenes and everything, uh, she always says, play with bigger balls. Oh. Just like, you know, raising the stakes for scenes and everything. Because yep. So it talks about how scenes are, um, all scenes are either like one of, based off of like three things, either life, death, or sex. So you have to like choose that and then, and those are important things. So your scene has to reflect that. So if you're 
you know, doing a scene and you're just like not in it and you're like talking super quietly, like your stakes are super low, then it, it doesn't matter. Like it's not good acting. It says, Ellen says, acting with a K and not with a C. So, yeah, that's, I, I always like to think about that when now that I'm doing, you know, more acting work. Right. <laughs> That's so cool, though. I think that, I, you know, I think that's really important. I, actually, when I first, funny story for all of our listeners, when I first met you, so when people meet you when you're on Broadway and they come to the stage door, they're going to see this really little and petite girl who just looks so innocent. And, um, you know, Heather's isn't necessarily known for its wholesome content, if you will. And so, so I first met you and was like, oh, she's so sweet and so lovely and blah, blah, blah. And you got the part and it was great. And you were away at school and you had come back. And our youngest Heather was, oh gosh, I think just freshly 16, I think. Yeah. I think Mariah was 16. Yeah. So she was baby Heather. And every time we had to sing, you know, Candy Store and all of those lovely pieces was so uncomfortable because she, um was so was so young so um and I actually don't even know if you remember this so this is going to be a revelation for you (laughs) so we were in rehearsal one of the first few times that you were we had all of our Heathers together at rehearsal and of course Mariah when you see Mariah she looks like she's 20 so there's that um (laughs) amazingly gorgeous oh my gosh she's so lovely and so sweet she's definitely the innocent one of the group but hilarious anyways oh yeah so we're in rehearsal for candy store and i had not seen the choreography because i didn't have rehearsal every day like you guys did so the choreographer who was also our director did his choreography and he called me the day before i was supposed to be there and he goes, just be aware, the choreography's a little crazy. And I was like, all right, whatever, we'll get him to sing. And he goes, no, no, it doesn't have anything to do with singing. They can sing it just fine. I was like, all right, I don't know what that means, but whatever. So I'm in rehearsal, and he goes, all right, girls, we're going to show them Candy Store. And I was like, great, I haven't seen it yet. This will be wonderful. And so as we're getting ready to do the number baby Heather's dad comes in. Uh Uh-huh. And is sitting behind me. And... Oh, my God. uh Uh-huh. And so Sean comes over to me, our director, and he goes, well, here we go. And I was like, ooh, goody, choreography. Like, I'm so naive and my head's in the sand, but whatever. And so I was so excited, and we start doing the number, and the hips start moving, and the heels are out, and Sean's in the back doing the choreography, and my jaw is on the ground. Mind you, it <laughs> doesn't necessarily offend me. But I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. So then, I actually don't even know if baby Heather knows this. So we get to... I'm Because I don't want to be canceled and have to censor all of my shows from here on out, I'm not going to say the lyric. But we get to a specific lyric that has to do with a body part, and our choreographer creatively used your hands to make said lyric and body part come to life. Correct. And as that happens, I let out this big gasp, because what else do you do? And you hear behind me, swear to you, oh God. And at that moment of my life, I went, oh no, 
I'm offended. Well, I'm not offended, but I think it's uncomfortably hilarious. But I've completely forgot that baby Heather's dad is behind me. Amazing. And so I had never met him before. And so after rehearsal, he picks up baby Heather and baby Heather's like, guys, this is my dad. And director and I both like avert our eyes and we're like, oh my God, it's nice to meet you. All right, bye. Like we didn't know what to do. So baby Heather leaves and middle Heather leaves. And then, um, oh, actually, no, she's the oldest Heather. I think yeah. she's the oldest. Is Emily Grace? Yeah, Emily Grace is the oldest. So oldest Heather leaves, baby Heather leaves, and it's middle Heather. And I feel like I am going to be censored for the rest of my life, but it's fine. I'm just going to come out and say it. So we're chatting, and you're getting ready to leave because you have, like, a two-hour drive back home. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... This is where I knew that you are the most hilarious, unpredictable human being, and nobody knows what's going to come out of your mouth at any given point. Oh, my God. So baby Heather father leave, and oldest Heather leaves, and it's director and myself and you. And you turn to us, and you both go, or you go, well, hey, at least we're not singing about balls. (laughs) And then it took you a second, and you went, oh, wait, I'll see you guys at Act 2. It's like, oh my god, I love her. So for those of you that don't know Heather's, listen to that cast recording and you will totally understand. But And that's when I realized you make me laugh uncontrollably with your inappropriateness. You're like a young Melissa McCarthy to me who can say anything and literally make me laugh hysterically. I love that. Do you... Continually at Marymount compare me to Kate McKinnon and I could not be more flattered. Oh yeah. Kate McKinnon. God, I, there's so many quotes that I can't say on here because I have to figure out how to use the bleep button. Um, yes. and I don't know how to do that yet cause I'm not that logic savvy, but I may actually say it and then try to bleep it out later. So I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, my friend has a hilarious Kate McKinnon face. So you know how when Kate McKinnon dances when she, before she did Hillary Clinton, she was like Justin Bieber and, you know, a whole bunch yeah. of other people. And she would dance and she would have this really crazed look in her eyes. And my friends and I were trying to figure out how to label it. And this is where I have to censor. And she would have, we called it the fucked too hard face. <laughs> where she just looks like she, she's in so much pain, but loving every second of her life all at the same time. <laughs> And if I remember correctly, there was a song in Heather's called Blue Reprise, because I'm not going to sing it, nor am I going to explain the song, where someone's inner Kate McKinnon came out so much on opening night Um, that I could not control myself. What's that? (laughs) Honestly, my favorite moment of being in that show. Yeah. A hundred... That was my favorite part. Hilarious. I almost peed my pants, and I was sitting next to the director on opening night, and he finally turns to me and was like, get yourself together. And I was like, I, I cannot. I'm sorry, but I cannot. So, so sorry. oh my god. Oh, Heathers. So you, by the way, have been nominated for some lovely awards and have won. Tell me about this. Yeah, um, so I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Woo woo. Um, woo yeah. And, uh, so, there's, like, a really lovely and awesome, uh, 
theater scene, like professional theater scene in uh, Richmond. And so every year they do kind of their like version of the Tony Award. Um, and it's called the Art Seas, which is the Richmond Theater Critic Circle Award. Uh, and uh, yeah, so uh, basically the first um, professional show, like as an adult, Ish, I, I'm literally five years old. Um, <laughs> that I that I did was uh, it was called Beyond the Rainbow, mm-hmm. and it was um, about Judy Garland. It's basically uh, like a biopic, more or less, of Judy Garland's life all up until her 1961 concert at Carnegie Hall. Oh, wow! So in that show, yeah, it's a beautiful show. Um, in that show, I played, so it's like there's two Judy Garland, and uh, there's one who plays Judy Garland at that 1961 concert who sings basically all of the songs that she sang in the concert. Um, and then I played Judy Garland in memory, more or less. So there would be like a song, and then halfway through the song, there would be a scene, and then it would go into the song again. It was all that kind of thing. And, um, so yeah, I played Judy Garland from, like, four to about 40-ish. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the best experiences I've ever had, you know, in theater. It was an amazing experience and a show that I will forever be proud of. And, uh, that year at the Arts the awards show, they, um, so, like, oh, Back in the day when it like first started, they had a category called most promising newcomer, or maybe it was called something else. But um, but the year that I was in that show, they decided to bring it back, and um, because you know that was obviously was, I wasn't new to the theater, but it was the first you know professional thing that a lot of people would have seen me in. So. I was nominated for Most Promising Newcomer, and I won, which was very, very cool. Congratulations. Um, thank you. And then the year after that, I did a production of Carrie the Musical, um, also in Richmond. And that year, I was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, and I also won that, <laughs> which was so cool. And I mean... When I tell you I did not think I was going to win that year, I had no clue, no clue at all. I was sitting in the, because uh, they do it in, um, if any of you are familiar with Richmond, Virginia, uh, Virginia Rep, which is like the big theater in Richmond, they do it in that theater, like they do the awards show there. So I was sitting in the orchestra of Virginia Rep with uh, my lovely boyfriend, Tyler, and who was also in uh Carrie, and also in Heather's with me. It's a and, habit. I see it. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and I'm sitting there in the, in the orchestra, and they get to my category, and I, I mean, I, I didn't write any sort of, like, acceptance speech, because there was, I mean, there was a girl in my category who was nominated twice for two different shows, so just statistically, she should have won. <laughs> So, um, I'm sitting there, and they're 
saying, uh, Best Supporting Actress, go to Chris Minx for Carrie. And I could not have been more stunned. I mean, I got up there to do my whole acceptance speech, and I could not say the first thing that I said. I mean, it was probably just a lot of, oh my god, thank you, oh, yay. And then I walked off. <laughs> no clue. And the best part about that was, um, so... It, again, it, it's kind of like the Tonys. So all of the shows that are nominated for Best Musical at the Artsies um, do a little performance. Um, and so since Carrie was nominated for Best Musical, we did, um, well, according to Chris, I played Chris Hardison, by the way. Okay. Um, yeah. And so literally Heather Chandler. <laughs> um, Another habit. So, I see it. Yeah. For real. For real. So... Uh, we like you were like playing Chris. It was so much fun because you know it'd been a while since we'd all been together and we got to do the song again, and it was a lot of fun. So we get off the stage, and a lot of, I made some like great friends in that show. So two of my really good friends, um, Luke and Alex, um, you know, performed as well in that number. And then we, they got off stage, and they were like, oh, "Okay, we're gonna get a drink and whatever." So I was like, "Okay." Uh, and me and Tyler kind of scurried back to our seats because we knew that my category was coming up. So my category comes up, I win. Uh, what that was in the first act of the awards show. So then it, we get to our little intermission, and I see my friends Luke and Alex, and um, uh, I look at them and I'm like, "Yay, hooray!" And they look at me just kind of like, "Yeah, great." I was like okay, I figured they'd be a little more excited than I wanted. <laughs> so I go up to them, and uh, I'm, like, talking to them, whatever, and Alice looks down and says, what are you holding? And I was like, my award. She was like, what do you mean your award? And I was like, I won. And they freaked out because they had been getting drinks at the bar while my... <laughs> Well, my category was called... Rude. I realized, I guess, that it was so close to, like, when we were performing. They were so sad. They were like, I will buy you a cake. I will buy you anything you want. I feel so bad. That's so funny. It's okay, guys. <laughs> you just missed my greatest moment ever. Oh, I my know, God. That's funny. That's funny. So... <laughs> Speaking of auditions and all of that stuff and Judy Garland, and now I'm curious because I see that you have a type that you always get cast as, but I'm curious as to what's in your audition binder. Oh, uh, that's a great question. Let me get it out. Um, so, I kind of, see, this has kind of been my thing recently. I, like, I've been trying to kind of figure out, like, what, like, obviously I get typed a lot as, like, you know, mean girl, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I look so kind of normal that I can play different things. So I kind of have, like, a bunch of random songs. My, like, go-to for a while has been um, I Got Love from Curly. You know that song? Is that the same one from they use in Smash? I don't know. I didn't watch Smash, but... Um, oh, ooh, yikes. All right, there's yeah. that. I know, that's from... How does it go? Um, I'm intrigued now. Now I'm going to make you sing it, since you haven't watched Smash. Oh, well, um, I... Uh, I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to 
<laughs> so I'm like obsessed with those like Seth Rudetsky deconstructions of songs that he like posts all the time. Yes. So um, one of them was I Got Love, or maybe it was one just on Melba Moore. I don't remember. But, I think it um, is this one that I'm thinking of. Yeah. So, and he, you know, deconstructs that whole song. And I was like, this song is amazing and fits in my range. So I'm going to just use this. And I mean, I use that for literally everything. Um, Cause it's just like high selfing <laughs> and that's what I do. Right. Um, I do spark of creation a lot from children of Eden. Um, uh, and like for like, you know, legit things I do like, she loves me. Um, I'm working on waiting for my dearie, uh, in like with my voice teacher right now. Um, you know, last five years, just kind of like really random stuff. And a lot of times I, I'm really bad about keeping a book. Like I'll just like take things out of it and put new things in and like, forget and like I'll have I mean I have like just singular pages of music in my book it's like bad it's really bad like I'll have one page of I get a kick out of you and like three pages of he plays the violin because I had to make room to put other things in there it's bad interesting yeah yeah I'm so like scattered I just it's I'm such a like I don't really worry so much about, like, my book as, as opposed to, like, what my actual song for that specific audition is going to be. Right. So, a lot of times it's, like, me getting new music for things. Um, yeah, I'm bad. I mean, I'm not one to talk. I don't think I've updated my book in, how old am I? I think in about 10 years, because I, you know, don't audition much anymore. So I'm like, whatever. It still works, I think. Maybe. It's fine. Who knows? So. I I should get better about it, though. That's too funny. So I understand that you, and I have to figure out how to dish in a good way, because I know that certain people listen to this. So I hear that you go to school with somebody that was just recently on TV in a very big NBC show. Yes. What? What is that? Oh God! What is that like? What? Tell me about what it's like on campus with that well, situation. Say that again. Tell me what it's like on campus with that situation. Well, it is like. I mean, we're probably going to get like so many more students now mm-hmm. um, just because people like saw her on it and everything um, I mean it's been honestly really good I mean we get so much publicity like the school gets so much publicity because she talked about Mary Mal a decent amount um, and Kristen Jenowitz apparently keeps telling her that she needs to go back to uh, college so we'll see if that happens oh oh um, is she not going? I didn't know that. I don't know. I mean, I was just kind of under the impression that she probably was going to just not come back. Just because I assumed she would be getting other things. I mean, I don't know. But, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's been really good. I mean, it's, it's nice. It, it was cool watching it mm-hmm. and being like, 
I like talk to you. Like I actually know who you are. Right. And like seeing her next to like Jennifer Hudson and like Ariana Grande, like it was cool. And it was like a cool moment of like being like, oh, like we are getting the same training. So theoretically, I could be doing something similar to what you're doing. Right. So it it was it was and like everyone was so like excited about it and like there were all these like viewing parties and um and I really liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought I was going to. I'm not a big hairspray person, just as it is. But um but yeah, I thought she did a good job. I, I thought she was really sweet and yeah. Yeah, they didn't you know, I think the beauty of it and I've watched every single one that they've done since The Sound of Music with Carrie Underwood. And they didn't change... Granted, they didn't change anything in The Sound of Music, but, I mean, what can you change? It is what it is. But every other show, they've added something and added a new song and tried to make it specific. And I think that it was great that they kept a little bit of the movie and kept a little bit of the Broadway and paid yeah. some great homage to both and had the original, the only one that was missing, which was interesting to me, was, um, oh gosh, Nikki Blonsky. But they had all the old yeah. Tracys, which I thought was oh, really cool. Yeah. I liked that moment. That was really sweet. It was. And I, I think that it was a great thing. And, you know, whether you watched it to hate on it or watched it to love on it, NBC still got the ratings. And, you know, we're bringing... Broadway, in a sense, into the homes of young kids, and there's some kids somewhere yeah, in this world. Important. Yeah, there's definitely a kid somewhere in this world saying, "Mommy, Daddy, I want to do what they're doing." So I think that's awesome. Yeah, and that's that's so cool. I mean, like, I really just the thing I read. Unleash the power and speed of all that. Great. I don't know what just happened. Hold with on. a plan that has unlimited freedom. Sorry. Repeat what you just said again, because I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> Technology. Okay, Dear God. <laughs> um, what were we just saying? We were saying some kid somewhere uh, well, was saying, yeah, well, when, I do was, when I was younger, the closest thing I had to, because, you know, back in the day, there was, you know, musicals on TV, things like that. <laughs> um, but... Um, but when I was younger, and it, it's not even really the same thing as this, but they had that, um, they had taped the, um, oh, what's it called? Oh, Legally Blonde. The, the, you know, on MTV, oh, yeah. they had that mm-hmm. version that they filmed on for, for Legally Blonde. And I was obsessed with that. I mean, I watched it all the time. Like, we... We taped it on our VCR. Yes, ma'am. Did it too. Yes. And, uh, I mean, I wore that tape, like, completely out. I, I just loved it so much because I was, like, I, I could see myself, like, at some point in my life, like, playing one of those parts. And I was, like, that's really cool. Um, and also, I mean, I don't really have any room to talk about this because I came from maybe the most like, supportive theater family of all time. I mean, every single one of my siblings has done theater at one point in their life. My parents met doing theater. Like, really? We are 
pro-theater family. Yes. I did not know that. Um, yeah, yeah. My, my parents met in college doing um, the Gondoliers, the Gilbert and Sullivan. Podcast. Yes. That's so funny. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and then at some point in our lives, every single child uh, has done theater. Some of us just stuck with it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I grew up watching, like, that, like, taped version of Into the Woods. Right. Or, um, or the, oh, the taped version of Pippin. Yeah. Watch that every single day. Every single day. Oh, I, that's my favorite musical. So, I was, oh, God, that was the best. So, you know, I just, and I mean, I've been doing plays since I was four years old. So, it's just, it's, while it is kind of ingrained a little bit in me, and that's great. I mean, it's what I want to do. Like, it, it's not necessarily the case for a lot of other kids out there. So now, having all of these live musicals, and I think it's great that they actually uh, put some more, uh, you know, theater artists in Hairspray Live. Mm-hmm. You know, Natty, um, Christian Chenoweth. Ariana Grande to a point. I mean, she did theater. That's um, where she cut her teeth. Yeah. So, um, so it, it's, I just think it's important for someone who loves theater as much as I do. Like, it's important for kids to at least be exposed to it, and then that way they can decide if that would ever be something that they would be interested in. That's so cool. I think... You know, I get that people have reservations and they have opinions, and I'm literally the same way, but to just be able to, and that's what I love is that it's not on, like, a cable channel, it's not on Bravo, it's not on HBO, it's not, it's accessible, so many people, if you have basic cable, have NBC, so you can tune into NBC and just watch it, which I think is really great. It is great, yeah. That's so fun. Well, listen, I have some questions for you because I can, and I want the listeners to know you. So I have some rapid fire questions for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Don't lie. Here we go. What's your favorite movie? Back to the Future. Favorite TV show? Arrested Development. <laughs> favorite color? I guess. Oh my god, what are you? Favorite candy? All my clothing is. Oh my god. You're such a techie, but not really at all. Uh, fa- favorite candy? Oh, um, any? <laughs> <laughs> favorite pre show meal? Oh, any. I, I will eat anything. <laughs> favorite post show meal? Something like desserty and sweet. Okay. Um, favorite show currently running on Broadway? Ooh, that's um, Color Purple. Oh gosh, Cynthia Revo wrecked me. She was amazing. Ugh. Yes, I was shaking watching that. Right, show. I was like, you know how you see on TV like people go see shows. I'd never seen a movie. I'd never heard a song from it. They had done it at Virginia Rep like a couple years ago. And when I went to see it, I went to see it with Tyler, my boyfriend, once mm-hmm. again. 
And um, he had seen the Virginia Rep production, but, you know, he and he really liked it. But, I mean, obviously, he's never seen it on Broadway. So we get in there. I know nothing about it. And I am just in awe the entire time. And then she starts singing, I'm here. And I am weeping, like, like tears streaming oh, yeah. down my face. Um, and obviously we give her a standing ovation after that song because how can you not? Right. And yeah, and I just came out of that show being like, oh my God, like that was stunning. Yeah. Just stunning. There was a a close second. A close second is Book of Mormon. Oh yes. I love that show too. I, you know, it's funny because I went to see the color purple with, I was chaperoning at a summer camp and we all got to go with our kids and I was sitting with two counselors, and then my kids were on the other side of me. And, like, I, I've been moved by theater before, but I've never been like, oh, my God, let me sob uncontrollably moved by theater. Yeah. And so at the end of Act 1, I was like, oh, my God, I'm Misty. I'm really sad, but it's amazing, and I love it. And then we get to I'm Here, and I've never done this to this day, and I don't know that I'll ever do it again, but it was, like, looking back on it and, like, my bird's eye view of what I remember it being – it's like horrifyingly embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you anyways. So it came to a point where like, there was nothing else left to do, but you had to just give her a standing ovation mid song. No other questions were needed. So I'm standing up and I kid you not sobbing, like outright sobbing out loud. And I couldn't control it. So it was like that really uncomfortable sob where you're like, (laughs) and you're trying to like keep quiet. And (laughs) It was so embarrassing. And so I'm, like, clapping, and she finishes. And then the only thing I could do is, like, I go to cheer, and I go to be like, woo! And literally, God is my witness, the only thing that came out of my mouth was, ah, 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 ah. So embarrassing. And my friend, I'll have to, one day I'll have to bring my friend over so you can see. She'll do it for you, because it was hilarious. But I didn't know what else to say, and I was, like, trying to cheer, but I, like, was crying so hard. And then at the end of the show, after curtain call, I was crying again. And we thankfully we did the, we did a talk back after the show. But I was like, I can't. I'm so sorry. I can't move. Like I cannot go to where I need to go right now. I cannot be spoken to. I cannot be touched. I cannot. Just let me. Just let me come. Let me oh, give me a second. And by a second, I mean at least twenty minutes. And we got to see Heather Hadley, who was fantastic, and I cried at her song too. Like. It was, and then I had yeah. to go consume massive amounts of water because I felt highly dehydrated. It was bad. <laughs> just so many tears. Oh, my God. Okay, back to my rapid fire. I'm sorry. Who doesn't have time to talk about Cynthia yeah. Revo? She's brilliant. Um, it needs to be talked about. Right? Favorite cast recording? Oh. That is so hard. Um, hmm. I'm going to be annoying. I really like the Heather's recording. Yes. I'm with you. I'm with you. Favorite old school Broadway show from 1990 or before? Tipton. 150%. Ooh, yes. The revival? Carousel. Like for golden age? Ah, yes. It's definitely Carousel. Okay. Um, guilty pleasure snack? Huh. Um... Uh, 
They have these like little red licorice things at Trader Joe's that are so good. Oh my god, you're so hundred percent. Uh, favorite guilty pleasure. And you're like, what? I was going to say, and you're like, oh, they're from Trader Joe's. They're healthy. And they're not. No. Sugar. Not even at all. <laughs> not even a little bit. No. Favorite guilty pleasure TV show? <gasps> so many. Oh, my God. Um, Cobblers and Tiaras, Intervention, Porters, all of them. Everything in that vein. Just yes. All that. I well, feel like you literally watch TLC or A and E all the time. Oh, all the time. <laughs> it's like that or the Food Network. <laughs> Love you. Um, oh God. Either like five years old or like eighty. I don't have an in between. It's okay. <laughs> I understand. It's it's actually perfect. <laughs> Favorite holiday. Halloween. Favorite season? Um, spring. East Coast or West Coast? East. All right, here's the second to last one, and it's a three-parter. Dream role that you have already played, a dream role that you are currently able to play at your age, and a dream role that you want to play when you're older. Okay, dream role I have played probably... Joe in Little Women. Yes. Um, do you know I could play now? Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to be basic. Every girl wants to be Alphaba. Like, right? Yeah, I'm like, with you. Come on. <laughs> um, dream role I want to play when I'm older. Hmm. Mama Rose. Yes. I do too. I'm not even lying. It's okay. Now, I have one more question for you. And so here's a staple that we do on the show is the last person I interview leaves a guest. Uh, leaves a guest. God, I keep saying that. Leaves a question for the next guest that I interview. And so I have a question okay. for you from a previous guest. And then I would love for you to leave a question for our next guest. Okay. All right. This question is... How do you like to spend your intermissions? Uh, <laughs> playing solitaire on my phone. <laughs> Again, 80 years old. Oh, God. 80. You kill me. <laughs> Who are you? I don't know. <laughs> God, you're funny. And then what question would you like to leave for our next guest? Um, if you could be any article of clothing, what would it be and why? Oh my god, I love this question already. (laughs) I may interview myself just so I can answer this question. Oh my god, that's funny. I'm totally keeping that. I can't wait. I love your face, and I'm so excited that we had a chance to chat for a little bit, and I can't wait to see you when you come home. But before we leave, I have some questions for you, because I want everybody to follow you and find you. So can you give us your uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, 
Snapchat, sure. Hulu, YouTube, I don't know, all of it. I'm telling you right now, the username is stupid, and there's a story attached to it, but it's not interesting, so I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, on Facebook, I am Grace, G-R-A-C-E, Catherine Bell, K-A-T-H-R-Y-N, dash, very important, B-E-L-L-E, Minx. M-I-N-C-K-S. I'm annoying. I like to put my full name because I think it's cool. Oh, my God. You're so funny. Um, And then on basically every other social media, um, uh, Instagram, Twitter, think Snapchat, but I'm not even 100% sure. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. Um, It's... (laughs) This is so embarrassing. It's Gangy Mattress. It's a whole thing. It's really not interesting. G A N G Y and then mattress M A T T R E S S. Don't ask. It's really not interesting. <laughs> I'm so intrigued though, and that's where I'm struggling hardcore right now. Okay, well, I was in a biology class, and my friend was writing me a note, and she was addressing it, and she was writing my name. She wrote Dear Grace Minx. And then she wrote, like, different variations of my name, like Grass Manx or whatever. And one of them was Gangy Mattress. And I thought it was really funny. It's not interesting. See, because it sounds like it would be dirty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it definitely sounds like a dirty piece of conversation. Well, I can assure you it's not. you crack me up I love your face I'm so thankful what I would love to do when you're home because I know you're well actually I don't know because you live in New York now I'm I'm coming home uh, basically all of January oh perfect so what I would love to do and I think I can make this happen is I want to get you Emily Grace Mariah and Gabby together, and we're going to chat, and you can bring Tyler along, because he is also a, and I don't know if you know this, but he is a future guest on our show, coming up um, in a few weeks, I'm very excited, so I would love to have a mini Virginia regional premiere, Heather's reunion, which I think would be hilarious to do, and you guys can dish about stuff that I don't know. That would be so much fun. Awesome. I'm going to plan it. 100% for it. Look out for the Facebook because it's going to happen this weekend and we're going to talk all about it. Yay! I love you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week and last week, next week, you're going to kill it. Oh, I hope. I know. And you, I'm so excited to see you when you come home. Awesome. I love your face, and I'll talk to you really soon. Thank you again so much for being here. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon, sweet girl. Bye. Bye.